We go to the United States now, where the Republicans are getting closer to scoring a majority in the House, but 19 congressional races, including several in California, remain uncalled. And joining us from the United States, it's Simon Marks, so it's always a pleasure to say uh, kia ora too. Simon, what, what's the latest you can tell us? Ah, kia ora, Nathan. Well, the latest I can tell you is that uh, it seems almost certain still that the Republicans are going to have a majority in the House of Representatives. The Democrats face an uphill climb uh, in those remaining House uh, districts where voting is still underway, uh, most of them in California and Arizona. Uh, However, it is pretty apparent that the best case scenario gives the Republicans a wafer-thin majority. They may end up with a handful more seats in the House of Representatives uh, than uh, the Democrats. And that, of course, is not where Republicans expected uh, to be. And frankly, it's not where the Democrats expected to be uh, a matter of months ago. Uh, So it's pretty clear from the results that we've seen so far, both in the House of Representatives and in the Senate, recaptured by the Democrats. President Biden, of course, was in Cambodia uh, over the weekend when he learned that Nevada uh, had tilted the balance in favour of the Democrats. He immediately telephone Charles Schumer, the Democrats leader in the Senate, who will once again be Senate Majority Leader to congratulate him uh, and Democrat candidates who had uh, brought their campaigns over the finishing lines. Uh, All of this indicates that voters across the country are rejecting Uh, Republican extremist candidates. They're particularly rejecting Trump-backed candidates in many of these districts and states. Uh, And uh, President Biden himself, speaking a little bit earlier today uh, in Bali, where he's going to be attending the G20 summit tomorrow, absolutely uh, sort of identified the distinction between the Republicans who have won in these midterm elections, indicating that he believes that he can work with them and they broadly back more global engagement by the United States, trying to drive a wedge between those Republicans and the Trump-backed, more extreme right-wingers in the Republican Party who really have suffered in this election cycle in an indication that uh, voters all over the country are really rejecting them. Simon, uh, Donald Trump is not known for going, oh, okay then, I'll just leave it, (laughs) right? That's not his thing. So what do we know about what you think will happen? Will he announce that he's running for for president, do you believe? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. 9 p.m. local time in Florida on Tuesday night. Donald Trump is going ahead with that announcement at Mar-a-Lago. Efforts by some of his top advisers to uh, dissuade him from doing it. Uh, They wanted him to at least postpone it until after the outcome of the runoff race that's taking place for the Senate seat in Georgia. Uh, He absolutely turned that down flat. And there's a couple of reasons why Donald Trump wants to get this done now. First of all, uh, because, as you know, and indicated there, Nathan, he's never a man who's particularly willing uh, to own up to any weakness. And so he argues that the problem with the Republicans in this election cycle wasn't his vocal backing uh, for candidates. It was the failure of centrists like uh, Republican leader in the Senate, Mitch McConnell, for rejecting Donald Trump's entirely false claims that there is election fraud in the United States. Had those Republicans, he insists, come around to his way of thinking, the party
Party uh, would have triumphed and delivered the red wave that he was promising. Secondly, he wants to become the first person to enter the race for the presidency officially because, you know, kind of like a wolf marking his terrain, he really wants it to be a bit of a land grab. He wants to lay down a marker and say to other Republicans, OK, come at me. And thirdly, uh, he undoubtedly wants to try and stay ahead uh, of the hot breath of the Department of Justice that he can feel on the back of his neck. And uh, by entering the president's presidential race, he will further be complicating the calculations that the Attorney General of the United States, Merrick Garland, has to be making about whether to take criminal charges, to to, to, uh, indict uh, Donald Trump on criminal charges relating to the January 6th riot uh, on Capitol Hill last year and his role in fermenting it. It's always interesting when we speak to you. Thank you so much, sir. There he is out of the United States, Simon Marks.